Hey, Scuttlebuds. Great show for you today. First half, what do you do with a yodeling neighbor? Also, you know what I found in my house? The world's worst board game. And then we're going to talk about daring gas station dietary choices. And finally, Liz investigates kidfluencers and their money-grubbing parents. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt is brought to you by Mario's Lawn Care. Complete landscape construction services for all phases of any lawn, pool, or patio project. And also by Smear Campaign, live music entertainment bringing top 40 throwbacks, hip-hop, R&B, and classic rock to your event. Small Town Scuttlebots. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. I don't know why I always started like that. Liz, you know what the hardest part about doing a podcast is when you kind of lead the show? It's uh, starting it. I, mm-hmm. I, I, we we know what we're going to talk about today, but if I were a skilled, talented host of a podcast, I would probably come out with something, you know, that would hook the listener. Well, you want to make the listeners feel welcome. Yeah. Did I, I do was, that? You did. Okay, You good. always do, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. I was listening recently to the Generation Y podcast, and one of um, the podcast's hosts said that he's received feedback lately that he and his co-hosts don't banter enough. And from his perspective, he said, I just feel like people listen to the podcast and they want us to get right to the point and right to the subject. He said, so that's why I don't banter, but maybe the people want banter and they want to feel welcomed and they want to kind of get to know us personally a little bit better before we get into our topic of the day. So I think it's kind of nice to welcome the listeners. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I was talking to one of our listeners who reached out to give some notes and I had remarked on how I wanted to get away from like personal stories from our past and stay relevant and more on topic and I'm like, why would anyone want to listen to this show? But the person's like, oh, yeah, imagine that. Being sarcastic. Right. And I thought, oh, you mean that matters? Like, yeah, because really? like that's that? how you become, you know, a quote unquote personality, if you will. Right. You mm. have to let people know who you are, what you stand for, share your background, you know, the stories that made you who you who you are today and yeah. informed, you know, how you live your life now. And so I think so it's So that's important. how it works. Well, mm-hmm. I have a bad personality. I don't want to <laughs> let people know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fake it till you make it. That's right. <laughs> All right, Liz. Well, this actually segues nicely into something I wanted to talk to you about. Let's um, let's get into an Ashanka because nice. I have three issues I'd like to talk about today. Okay, so. This one, chalk this one up under social etiquette, mm-hmm. okay? Something I'm pretty good at, and when I look around society, I roll my eyes oftentimes because somebody's just kind of like, you know, like last week you talked about the, the schlub who goes to the supermarket <laughs> yes. in his pajamas. Could have could have done something different mm-hmm. there, right? Made more of an effort. Yes. But at the end of the day, he's not really bugging anyone. There's no interaction with anybody, right? So ultimately... It's just, hey, you know, personal preference thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like you didn't put me off. But sometimes 
there's, you know, when we talk about the actions and overreactions of small town problems, there's a person in the neighborhood who we don't know. We don't, our neighborhood is kind of divided with a town line. Mm -hmm. And it's very funny because the woods run through it. And on the other side of those woods in the town line, we don't communicate with them. (laughs) They're the other town, right? right? I mean, kids can be playing literally 50 feet apart from each other, but they do not go to the same schools. Mm -hmm. So they will not converse with each other. It's just, I don't know, human nature or whatever. But anyway. The neighbor in the back oftentimes will come out in the evening around dinner, like maybe you're making dinner. And and I practiced this during sound check so I could get it accurate. And it's going to be a little awkward, but this is what, what they do. You ready? Ready. Are those vocal warm-up exercises <clears throat> that they're doing? I don't understand. Oh, are there, or is that oh, like an wait, animal call? Wait, you stole my questions. Liz. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Now, now, uh, I know people have special needs, and yes. that's the that's the immediate thing that came to my mind. Right, right. I was like a like a Tourette's type of situation, perhaps. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If I didn't know any better, like if I'm trying to be empathetic, it's one of two things. It's that, or maybe it's. Uh, I had a friend in school whose mother was an opera singer and she would go out on her deck and I never witnessed it, but friends from the neighborhood that lived in that same neighborhood would often remark about Mrs. Tepe's outside, you know, when it's dinner Mm -hmm. time, you know, cause she would sing to her son to come in and they all laughed at that. Oh God. So the person who's doing this might actually think they're a singer. And Mm. I literally have, I've been struggling with this for over a year of listening to it without doing anything. And does it happen like daily? Yes. Like, a, like clockwork? Yeah, yeah. And it happens uh, sometimes multiple times a day. Oh, wow. Like they just go out and they're just like, oh. And for how long? What's the duration? Five, 10 minutes. That's a long time. But it's not. Like it's, you know, if it was an hour and a half. Like right. If, if, if this person was playing the drums in their basement, but they always kept the bulkhead door open because mm, it was mm-hmm. hot. And no, that we're, we're going to put an end to that. Yeah. That's, that's a noise complaint. This is something different. I'm not yeah. sure how to proceed. I think. Do you just deal with it? I think you do. If you yeah. suspect that this is something that this person cannot help, mm-hmm. that they're not doing this out of being proactively discourteous, I would mm-hmm. say you got to leave it alone. Okay, so just deal with it. Yeah, All I right. think so. I'm also very non-confrontational. I'm too far in the other way. Right. Like I'm very blunt. I'm very direct. Mm-hmm. Like my kid, uh, my Rosie today is like, Dad, I don't like it when you yelled at me. Mm. And I said, did I yell at you the first four times? <laughs> exactly. And she's like, exactly. Yes. I'm like, no, I didn't. I should also ask this, this person, are they an adult or a child? That's the other thing I'm trying to ident- identify. Okay. I can't even identify the gender. I Got wouldn't, it. I wouldn't okay. know this person if I had a conversation with them. Oh, all right. So yeah, perhaps but- more fact finding is in order. <laughs> before yeah. we it's, decide. It's funny, like, I'll look through the woods, I'm like, where is this person? It's like I'm looking for, like, a bird, like, you know, in the tree. And it's definitely a human being and not oh, yeah. an animal. I don't mean to be rude, but it's no, not No, I okay. get you. I understand, because sometimes you can, like, hmm, what was that? Yeah, yeah. like, no, we the- heard foxes screaming, and I'm like, oh, my God, is someone being mutilated? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want to hear a fisher cat. Right. Those things are, like, it's murderous. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, that was 10 minutes about that. I didn't know what to do, and I'm going to chalk it up as um, something more there, yeah. right? Okay, this one is, oh, board games. So remember I was talking about tech toys and how annoying they are, and and I actually cited the example of my kid went from being in a stream knee-deep in mud with dinosaurs and his friends socializing to, you know, chin in his chest working on a video game on my phone Mm -hmm. because his dinosaur had a QR code on it. Last week, my wife and kids went up to the lake in New Hampshire, 
board game excitement ensues, right? As as mm-hmm. often happens at these family vacations. Well, they were talking about this game, Dinosaur Escape. And I'm familiar with this game, and I thought I threw it away. Oh. Actually, I know I threw it away, and this is a... It, it rears its ugly head, you know, at Christmas, it's Christmas or a birthday, it, it mm-hmm. comes in a present form. I didn't purge this, and now I think it's too late. Let me tell you what the exposition is. Three dinosaur friends are lost in the ferns, and a volcano is threatening to blow. Can you help the three lost dinosaurs escape and get them safely to Dinosaur Island? Sounds good, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. let's play, kids. All right, object. Work together to move the dinosaur movers around the board and uncover the matching dinosaurs under the fern tokens. If you can find and help all three lost dinosaurs escape to Dinosaur Island before completing the 3D volcano puzzle, you all win. Okay, Mm -hmm. so teamwork, Mm -hmm. I'm not playing against you. I'm playing with you, and we are mutually going to accomplish a mission. Mm-hmm. Kind of sounds cool. Yeah, working Different. towards the same goal. This yeah. isn't Candyland where right. red, blue, green, or yellow is going to win. Or someone's going to have a fit if they lose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The card's just <laughs> across the table. Okay, I have no problems with this game yet. But this is where... I was going to say, this sounds fine so far. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dad. Yeah, Rick, you sound like an asshole. <laughs> Shitty dad. Right. Like, you don't want to see your kids working together in harmony? <laughs> this is the part that bugs me. This is how the game ends. If you find all the dinosaur tokens and move your dinosaurs onto Dinosaur Island before the volcano has been built, everyone wins. If you build the volcano before helping all three dinosaurs escape, the game is lost. Start over and try again. What? Now, this this is the part that bugs me, Liz. And yeah. people might say, what's your problem? Well, it goes back to words matter. Mm-hmm. No one's going to lose. Eh, that's my problem. Right. That's my problem. You can win. You can be a winner. But you don't lose. The game, game loses. loses. The game is lost. Right. <laughs> now, this is just, this is the, the part of the woke culture kind of thing that, that gets mm-hmm. me because um, you take a good idea or a good intention and then you just kind of keep going with it yep. with no regulation and it's real time and the market hasn't adjusted to like people. It's all kind of the dust will settle, right? The internet's kind of like that right now, right? Social media. I'm just so bummed about it because it's like, I want my kids to lose. When I play Candyland, I smoke them. Yes. And I mean, that's how that's how life works. Not everybody's a winner. Not everybody gets a trophy. You're not always going to be picked for a team. You're always going to get the job you want. And you're not going to get into the college, all the colleges that you want. I mean, that's life. Mm -hmm. You can't walk through it expecting everything to be a success. And I think that we do our kids a disservice. I think in a lot of ways, like youth sports and the way they're treated in schools does kids a disservice when you have the everybody gets a trophy mentality. When my middle schooler didn't see a letter grade until his last report card in eighth grade, you don't have any kind of gauge as to where you fit in. And in life, people, there's winners and there's losers. Mm-hmm. That's life. Yeah. And, you know, you have to work hard to fall into the winner category, whether it's at school or sports or your job or whatever it happens to be. Because if you don't, someone's going to work harder than you and they're going to get rewarded. That's yeah. life. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Liz, you know what we should have done for the show? We should have <laughs> had someone that disagrees with us. It would have uh, brought some conflict right? and some, you know. Uh, you're right about that. Do another take. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You love this game. Go. I don't even think I could fake it. <laughs> I know. Because like, I get so incensed about certain things that I can't yes. even like I could not come up with. I'd be terrible on a debate team because once I feel passionately about something, uh-huh. that's it. Yeah. Done. That's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, this game is back. Um, but you notice they're up at the lake now and I'm mm. here with the game. I took it. I took it out of the rotation. I just really, you know. They won't remember it, I bet, because they have so many other games. Absolutely. Meals in a Pinch. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to do a bigger show on this. I think you could do a whole show because I do like to talk about, you know, themes on the show, like to be happy and healthy and, you know, not a pain in the ass in society. You know, you got to take care of your body. Yes. Right. Mentally and physically. And um, let me ask you, have you ever, Mm -hmm. have you ever bought food at a, Gas station? Yes. What did you buy? Um, crackers and like a cheese. I found a cheese stick in the dairy <laughs> section. Um, Wait, a dairy section? A gas station yeah. has a dairy section? Yeah, like, you know, like if you where you could buy milk or, or cheese. Oh, or yeah. Whatever, like, know, like, could, like a, yeah, like a Cumberland. I'm thinking like Cumberland Farms. Exactly. A convenience so, store yes. with gas pumps out. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Okay. So I could get like Ritz crackers and a cheese stick. Like if I'm in a pin or like occasionally I'll do a protein bar, but I don't really like protein bars because they're super high in uh, a lot of times carbohydrates and sugar and protein yeah and protein but i get plenty of protein <laughs> elsewhere so yeah. um but if i feel my blood sugar getting low like mm-hmm. i'll grab something quick but i try to i try to be good about planning my day around not allowing that to happen well liz let's let's walk this question this mm-hmm. inquiry a little further mm-hmm. have you ever bought anything not you know individually wrapped and processed. I'm talking like, you know, that open cooler in the middle of the floor with like egg salad sandwiches. No, no that's diarrhea waiting to happen. Absolutely not. <laughs> egg sandwiches. I mean, I wouldn't eat an egg sandwich from like the oak room. <laughs> Never mind a gas station. <laughs> How about this? A jar of Glaciers pickled eggs. <laughs> is so dis- First of all, what is a pickled egg? I, well, if it's pickled, it's got the vinegar water okay. solution. So it's like a hard boiled egg that's in this that, that solution. Is preserved. Okay. In preserved. Vinegar. Which means it has an extended shelf life? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. okay. Yeah, you can pickle vegetables, you know, like yes. um, you can put those in a mason jar in like the fall, mm-hmm. right? The harvest, and then you can eat them in the spring. I can't. Or, that or is a summer, gigantic, listeners. It's a gigantic jar of pickled eggs. <laughs> Let, let's call it a two-gallon jar yes. of eggs, and there's probably about 18 eggs in the half-filled <gasps> jar. Now, what's not in the picture, Liz? Oh, I see what else is in the picture. Of uh, thirty pack of Bud Light. So that's where you can yeah, get, get what, pickled eggs in Bud Light. That's what you there. wash it down with. See, oh, that's right, my bad. See, those eggs have so much um, protein. In it. You gotta, you gotta bounce that out with some carbohydrates. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't see how does. So do you buy the whole jar or just an individual egg? Well, that's that. This is where we've come to uh, a pass. Like I don't know. Right. And if it's the individual egg, who's reaching in the jar yeah. and extracting yeah. Do you have a tool for, for yes. that? Because Larry, mm. you know, the long-haul truck driver right. who just, you know, gassed up, mm-hmm. had his hands in there, and he grabbed three of them and just gulped them down. Oh, oh my God. Right? I can't even. Yeah. That's I just, I just, It's amazing that these things are, like, out there. Yes. Like, this is an option. 
in today's age. <laughs> so, Who's, you know what I could go for, honey? What? Hey, pull off the next exit. Right. I need a, I need, I, I got a hankering for a pickled egg. Yeah. The FDA said this was okay for people to consume. <laughs> I know. In, in this format. <laughs> That's just, disgusting. Just an egg in a jar. You know, I've never seen anyone eat one of these. No. I feel like we've evolved as a society, yeah. so we really shouldn't be eating these pickled eggs anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, let's move on. That's it. Well, Liz, thank you for helping clear some of my these pleasure. things up. I just, uh, they've been just bouncing around in my head all week, and I, I just didn't know what side I should be on here. Okay, so let's switch gears, but let's just tee off. What, what yes. do you have in store for us today? So I wanted to talk about something that has really been, I feel like I always talk about things that have been bugging me, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is a good forum to do it. Because as an edutainment show, mm-hmm. we are helping to educate the public and bring them information that maybe they would not be aware of or maybe to stop and kind of reflect on certain things in their own lives. So this topic of parents whose income is generated solely off the backs of making their kids social media stars. Mm-hmm. And it's rampant in our society today. Um, and I There's a couple different examples I have here. One is an entire family who basically broadcasts their whole lives on YouTube. The Kardashians. I mean, essentially (laughs) this is, and that was kind of what got me thinking is people have essentially created their own reality TV shows through like YouTube, TikTok, et cetera. Mm -hmm. You can do that. You don't need a whole production team. I mean, eventually if you get famous enough, you could hire a whole production team, but you don't need that to start out with any, any jerk and have a YouTube channel. Yeah. So they've created their own reality television series or they have created, they've turned their child into a quote unquote child star, um, you know, on the internet. Have you ever heard of the term Rick kidfluencer? No kidfluencer. Yes. But the definitions in the word. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So there's tons of these kidfluencers. They're minor children whose parents have turned them into YouTube or TikTok sensations and these kids generate millions of dollars in income every year how much millions millions so probably the best example is this kid ryan kaji i think is how you pronounce his name Mm -hmm. his youtube channel is called ryan toys review which was started when he was three yes okay i am very familiar familiar? yes my son was hooked on this kid yes okay so what got Charlie so hooked on watching this? I don't know. I don't know. You know what? This is just my opinion. Uh, shit content otherwise. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing out there. Like, mm-hmm. I turn on a TV. I turn on YouTube. There's nothing. I don't... Nothing wows me. Nothing gets me going, you know? Right. Uh, you give a kid some time, you know, and get a little... Here's your tablet. Here's your 20 minutes. Something to look at. And... Um, and Maybe he just went down like a rabbit hole. Algorithms probably yeah, yeah, suggested yeah, it to him. You know, he mm-hmm. was watching kid shows. The kids relate. My, my son relates to Ryan. Mm-hmm. He's a kid. And hey, I like that toy too. I guess that's what it is. Right. So yeah, so his mother obviously started this channel for him mm-hmm. because YouTube does not allow you to have your own channel until you're at least 13 years old. So all of these channels have to be created and managed by parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is now 10. And he earned in 2018, $22 million. $22 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just by comparison, I happened to Google what- <laughs> Just by comparison, yes. last year I cleared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Googled what Elon Musk made last year as okay. the CEO of Tesla, mm-hmm. $23 million. So a man who can put yeah. people into outer space 
barely out earned a child who reviews toys on YouTube. Yeah. That's the society we live in, Rick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. FYI. Have you so. have you, now let me ask you, you you uh you looked into this stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you have you ever watched this kid's show? Are you I haven't watched this kid's show, but I but my daughter mm-hmm. was she got sucked into the whole toy unboxing video thing like several years ago as well and just watch people open up mini brands or just like different little toys and things like that and and I asked her why is this so fascinating and she just wanted to kind of see what was in it and then they would go over like all the details of the little toy and it was mind numbing yes mind numbing yes I have starting this podcast like I bought this Rodecaster Pro Mm -hmm. Class A Servo Bias Preamps Aphex Soundboard. I threw in all those buzzwords just to kind of let the listener know it's kind of a technical thing. I don't mm-hmm. know what I don't know anything about this. I'm not a sound engineer. So right. I did YouTube videos, just product reviews and tutorials, and I, but I am I'm I'm watching to learn. I'm, yes. I'm trying to like there's like I'm there's a means to an end here. Like mm-hmm. with, with this information, I will then go forth and annoy the world with a podcast. Right. <laughs> Um, he's just, it's just a gluttonous little kid. Like, oh, wow, more toys, mm-hmm. more free shit. Right. Free stuff. The world is burning around us, by the way, Ryan. Okay, so curb your enthusiasm exactly. with your fucking toys. <laughs> life is good. You got $22 million, mm-hmm. yet you still don't have to even pay for your fucking toys, too. Right. Like, that's a perk. And, he, it- and this kid, he's so young, he's... He's more psyched about the free toys than the twenty-two million. I bet. And who knows? Like, so, old. and because obviously he's he's a minor. All these kids mm-hmm. are minors. They they legally cannot have access or control their money. So their parents control all of their finances. And there's nothing protecting the kid. The, the kid. So this kid is. I'm sure his parents aren't working. So this kid obviously is twenty-two million. Clearly, college is paid for. He's you know could potentially be set up for life. Or his parents could take the $22 million and be like, see you, Ryan. <laughs> thanks thanks for the payday. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing protecting this child. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, some people say like, oh, but my kids love to make videos. They love, you know, just playing and, you know, whatever, being on video. Well, like, they don't they don't know that you're, like, putting them up on – or maybe they do know that you're putting them up on social media. But I would I would guess that a lot of parents who put their kids up on, like, TikTok videos and things like that, their kids have no idea – their kid's five-year-old kid doesn't know what TikTok is. Like, their parents are exploiting them, essentially. Liz, what I find interesting about this is, given the the age of the children, um, it kind of reminds me of the Nirvana Nevermind album cover with the naked baby Mm -hmm. boy diving for the dollar bill, right? It's an iconic photo. It's world-famous in pop culture. Mm -hmm. The poor kid is now an adult in his 20s, and he's got his little pitler in on everybody's mm-hmm. phone when they pull up, you know, smells like teen spirit. Right. Is that fair? Is that fair to the kid? Like, no, you, you, you uh, there was never any consent. Exactly. Right. So if you want to put your kid on a TV show and make and, and coerce them and make them feel like it's great. Mm-hmm. You get Tom Sawyer, that kid. Yep. Help me paint this fence. It's really fun. Right. So come on, kids, let's let's open toys and blah, blah, blah. And, and then back channel you and your husband are after you put the kids to bed editing and like they're working. They're like the kid is the talent. They're the producers exactly. and the directors. Exactly. Yep. Um, and they're bringing in all the money without any consent or buy-in or uh, representation for the talent. 
Right. And it's different. You know, there's laws that obviously there's labor laws for children and there's labor laws as far as children in the entertainment industry go. Mm -hmm. But this doesn't fall under that. Um, It's not looked at the same way. So they could technically work, quote unquote, endless number of hours a week because it's not looked at the same as they're going to a job. Um, Their parents are just exploiting them on the Internet. Like there was one example I read of a dad who I think he's on TikTok, you know, talked about his daughter getting her first period. That was the no content. way. That was his content. No way. And so then, like, you know, he's got a bajillion followers. She goes to school and no. everyone's like, oh, I heard you got your period. you got to be kidding me. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I'm very guilty of, you know, I told stories on my last podcast about my kids and the dumb mm-hmm. things they did. I post stuff on Facebook about, you know, silly things my kids do. And they probably would not love that as adults. Yeah. Um, but I would never share anything super personal like that, particularly yeah. to make money. Yeah. It's kind of gross. Um. This article that you had sent me, you floated this mm-hmm. article to me. There was a there was an example in here. And my phone's turning off. God, this is, <laughs> do, 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 done. Okay, well. The whole point of the story here um, is that that's what parents in this situation are doing. And they're capitalizing on major moments in their lives that really should be kept private. Like this other family I read about, the LeBrant family. Gorgeous, you know, mm. husband, wife, three adorable kids. Um, they have a, an enormous following on social media. Their estimated net worth is $10 million. All they do, they, and essentially they have created a reality show on YouTube that features their their family. Who are they? The LeBrants. Okay. And their older daughter, who I think is eight, has her own YouTube channel with her own following and her own income stream and all that. So in one of their like episodes or clips or whatever, they um, filmed their youngest child being tended to by a paramedic when they were having trouble breathing. Because, you, you know, that's that's fodder that should be shared with the world, right? You mean a parent is witnessing their child being... Yeah, catered to or, or, or taken care of by a paramedic. And what was the problem? Uh, the child was having trouble breathing. And yeah. mom wasn't losing her shit like no, a mom. No, she apparently she was, was, like, was so calm, cool, and collected that she was able to take her phone out, video that experience, and then share it with their millions of followers. Okay, so this is the first generation of parents mm-hmm. that brought this stuff into Completely. their lives. And it is so ingrained in who they are and their way of life that it's worked. It's now infected their parenting. Yeah. And, well, I don't know, it's just a weird, like, I, I was born in a very particular, 1976. Mm-hmm. Like, you're born in that, yeah. in that area, give or take two or three years, right, Liz? Mm-hmm. We're in a spot where it's like, how do we know that you don't do that? Right. right? That's just so common sense. Uh, yes. And also, we're like the first generation that grew up kind of in both worlds, like the mm-hmm. pre-digital world and now the digital world where yeah. like, you know, we, like we said before, we only had three channels. We didn't have an iPhone. We couldn't film everything all the time. If you wanted a picture of something, you took it and you hoped it came out, you know. The worst now, one, the worst yeah. one. And we've talked about this, Liz. <gasps> Dukes of Hazard. you had to wait yeah. till eight o'clock exactly. on Friday. I know. There was no like. You could binge watch that. Exactly. You couldn't record it. And I mean, you know, maybe if you had a VCR, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, that's, we live in a different world yeah. today. And when I think about the world that these particular children are growing up in, they are put on display. They're meant to behave a certain way because they are part of 
the income or the job or their the the career that their mm-hmm. parents have created involves them conforming to a certain way or doing certain things or behaving or looking a certain whatever it is. So once they get out into the real world, you know, because eventually these kids will have to leave their homes and maybe go to college and maybe do something else. Are they going to know how to interact with other people if they're not getting this like immediate gratification and yeah. all that? And and not to mention the danger of putting your children in this situation. I mean, you know, my kids, we monitor what they watch on YouTube. Will has Snapchat now and we turn on I, all the privacy settings are turned on. You're not allowed to friend anybody that you don't know. You're not allowed to do, you know, we have yeah. all of these safeguards for them. These kids are given access to the public. The mm-hmm. public can comment on these children, DM oh, these children, right. find out where they are. Mm. Um, I mean, you are inviting a predator into your lives. That's how I feel. That whole pre- there's a yeah. whole predatory thing. Completely, you know, I don't think like a predator. I think about like, hey, I, I'm 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 coming from the parent perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing to your kid? Like, is that that's not good for their brain. You know, right. that's not good for their social skills. That's not, why are you gluttonously just throwing toys at your mm-hmm. freaking kid. What's going to happen when um, he's 23 and he's on a date and a girl says no? Right. It's the first time he's heard the word no. Right. He doesn't know how to handle that. Yep. So he doesn't handle it. Mm-hmm. He does what he wants. Now he's in been jail. Given every, yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Like, like that's why the other day, Liz, Charlie asked for something. I said, no. Mm-hmm. How come? Because I don't want you to rape somebody someday. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> no means no, Charlie. Mm-hmm. God damn it. <laughs> no means no. Yep. My house, my choice. <laughs> Let's make some predictions here, Liz. Mm-hmm. One, what's going to happen to the, the child YouTube star, right? Also, what's going to happen to the relationship with their parents mm-hmm. and uh, how do you think they're going to interact with society in their adult life? I hate to say it. I don't feel good about any, <laughs> any of it. Like I liken it to a lot of like the Disney and Nickelodeon stars that we've seen who once they grow out of their cuteness and the kids show appropriate age appropriateness, they don't know how to handle life. And you see addiction issues and suicides and, and things like that. I mean, how long can Ryan open toys for? You know, yeah. so I was just thinking that when I was watching the video before the mm-hmm. show, I'm like, he's 10 now. Right. When he's going to phase out of toys soon. Exactly. I mean, eventually maybe he'll like a girl or a boy or whatever, but he'll have other interests besides opening toys. One if would this hope. kid's like, hey, it's Ryan. I'm 16. Uh, I'm going to take a spin in this Porsche 911. Right? Come join me. I'll be like, all right, you bastard. Exactly. Now, now, you, now you're doing yeah. it. You made it. And I think, though. <laughs> Once these kids get to adulthood, then they are probably going to look back and resent their parents for putting them in this position where, you know, a lot of times these kids end up getting homeschooled because this is their job, right? And it's so many hours a day to film and edit and blah, 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 blah. So I would imagine there's a certain amount of resentment that will come along with that at some point um, because they've been directed their entire childhood. And then, you know, I don't know. I think they're going to have trouble relating to normal people when they've spent their lives in front of a camera and then reading comments like, oh, I love your videos are so cute or awesome content or, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, but I don't also think that's the healthy. Internet is going to tell them that you have a fat ass. Exactly. You're an ugly yes. piece of shit. You should kill yourself. Like, mm-hmm. it's the Internet. Like, evil. Yes. Evil lurks. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, putting your kid out there. It's Right. But yeah, I mean, you know, Ryan, if he's cool, he's going to 
be 15, he's going to want to get into cars. That's when yeah. he should start thinking about getting his own thing. Hey, mom, I'm not playing with these. I'm not opening boxes for you, mom. Right. I'm going to go drive cars. Right. And I'm right, starting right. my own business. I'm going to unbox a Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> with the $2 million in startup funds that you allowed me out of the right. $22 million I made. Right. I don't know how that worked. I know. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Do you think that kid has to do chores in his house? No. I know. Honestly, he shouldn't have to do chores in his he house. He holds all he's the cars. Yes. He is the sole breadwinner. Hey, for that Ryan. Family. Ryan, go make your bed. Hey, mom, go fuck yourself. Right. What? <laughs> Could mom, you imagine? I'm worth $22 million. <laughs> If he just turns on them and he's yep. like, fuck no, off, every, mom. <laughs> every time he's told to do something, he just outsources it. He gets yeah. like, make Goes your on, bed. Goes on like Task Rabbit. He's yeah. like, come over and make my bed for me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh he tells my God. A, he tells someone from school to come over at exactly right. 623. Why? Because that's when I finish my dinner. You need to clear and my plate. And you will need to clear my plate. <laughs> and I don't want any lag time. I'm going to time it, but I want to be out of there. That's outstanding. So, yeah, poor Ryan. Things like this surprise me and scare me at Agreed. the same time. Agreed. And, it, and I don't know. I, mean, I don't know what the scuttlebuds will do with this or what you'll do with this. But I know mm -hmm. I kind of reflect and just remind myself the Internet's a dangerous place. You know, I don't Facebook much anymore, but uh, we're at the beach. Kids are doing a sandcastle. I wouldn't put it past me to throw that up online. Of course, yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But um, there's people out there. Yeah. You know, I don't make videos and put them on YouTube. Exactly. Exactly. I, th I think people need to be careful. Also, don't raise your kid in a way where their guard is down so low. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, YouTube, that's cool. I'll, everything I've seen on YouTube has been innocent and right. pure and great. Everything I've produced and provided content for on, you know, has been funny mm -hmm. or light. No, there's people out there that are looking to hurt you or your yeah. kid. Yeah, and I've, we've had that conversation with our kids before, and I don't want to scare them, but I don't think it's too it's ever too early to have that. You know, Avery wanted a TikTok account, and I said, mm. no, mm. absolutely not. And, you know, and I think TikTok, the app is for ages 12 plus. So that's how we get around a lot of stuff in our house okay. is like we go by what the age is, the recommended ages in the app store. So yep. no, it's 12 plus. Mm -hmm. Can w I have it? When, when that works in your favor. Exactly. <laughs> and so she said, can I have it when I'm 12? I said, if it's something that you still want, we'll have this conversation at that point. But I don't yeah. want her... I don't want her using her real name. I don't want her putting videos that show her face on there. I don't want her saying her name. Like, I, there will be a lot of parameters around what she would and would not mm -hmm. be allowed to host because yeah. I just, again, after all these stories and, and read, I've, sometimes I do too much reading and you can get a little paranoid when you do that. Mm -hmm. But I would rather err on the side of protecting my child yeah. than giving her a free for all to post pictures and videos of herself online. I think it's really sensible. I don't think mm -hmm. you're overreacting or being too protective. It's the Internet. Exactly. I mean, you don't let it's it's kind of like, would you let would you drop your kid off at at the train station and, and let let them go into Boston now? You know? And Yeah. Absolutely not. Be, I mean, home, be home at six. I mean, it's just mm -hmm. for a million reasons. Right. For a million right. reasons. Right. I mean, we don't let our kids walk uptown without having some type of smart device with a GPS on it so <laughs> we can track their whereabouts. Oh, I chip my kids yeah. right, right in the neck. Right. Just inject it <laughs> like a dog. They did that with uh, the Bernadoodle, you know, yes. Rex. And I'm like, yep. you got another one of those? Mm -hmm. hey, hey, Rosie, come in here. And we just. Yeah. We're going to do would. that. We're not yeah. far from GPSing oh my God, our kids. I know. I'm surprised we're not GPSing now. I am too. I am too. Or having like all of our bank information and a chip in our wrist. So like you go to pay for something, you just do that. You yeah, know? that's great. That's so. great. So like 
I go to the ATM and somebody just cuts my arm off. Just jacks you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't need you or <laughs> yes. your wallet. I just need your arm. <laughs> well, on that note, mm-hmm. you, usually I feel like when we talk about cutting limbs, it's a good <laughs> it's time to end the show. It's time to end the show. <laughs> so uh, let me hand it to you. <laughs> um, why don't you wrap it up? Sure. Well, Scuttlebuds, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Hope that you learned some things. Hope we didn't freak you out too much about the dangers lurking out there on the internet. Um, but as always, thanks for joining and uh, can't wait for next time. We here at Small Town Scuttlebutt love that you listen to us every week. If you like what you hear, go support the businesses that help support us. Like APC Pest Control, Larkin's Liquors, Mario's Lawn Care, Perez Martial Arts, Medfield Village Cleaners, Royal Pizza, Park Street Books, Smear Campaign, and Mike Page Studios.